Today, in preparation for the new school year, we're talking time management tips here on the Northern Lights Pulse podcast. find out more about what we are doing at Northern Lights Pulse, you can find us at www.nlpulse.com. There you will find YouTube videos, articles, blog posts, and podcasts about the issues that you are facing on a daily basis. You can also let us know the content that you want to see by going to the Your Input page of the website or by emailing us at info at nlpulse.com. You can find us on social media. We are at nlpulse on Facebook at NL underscore Pulse on Twitter and at Northern Lights Pulse on Instagram. Welcome to the Northern Lights Pulse podcast. Here at NL Pulse, our mission is to help teens and young adults understand themselves, others, and the world in which they live. We're your hosts, Peter and Rachel, and we're so glad you're joining us today because today we are talking about time management tips, and it is something that everybody needs in a busy world, especially when everything seems to be needed 24-7 these days. So Peter's going to share with us some of his ideas and tips that he uses. Right. And, and I think it's important too, especially at this time of the year when school is starting to fire up for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm getting ready to jump back into school again myself. Yes. So um, I'm getting myself refreshed on the things that I need to do to ke- keep my schedule in order. And yes. I do some of these things that are on this list. Some of the things I had to look up to see what other people kind of do. And then I'm going to I'm going to talk about something that I find really interesting that I use every once in a while to set up my daily schedule when I, when I have a lot of things to do. So yes, before we get into the list, what kind of time management tips and strategies do you have? Like, what do you use on a daily basis or a weekly basis? Yeah. So I, one thing that's really important for me and Peter, we have talked about this a lot in our general conversations, just tips on managing our anxiety and just being overall healthier all around. And it's that I really keep a schedule and I like to write things down and I like to have a calendar so that I can um, remember what's going on. Like I like having that in front of me. And I also am very, um, it's important to me to always, if not early, be on time for things Mm -hmm. um, or have an understanding of a deadline, whether it's a soft deadline that I set for myself or a hard deadline in terms of my work. Um, taking steps actively every day to do what I'm saying I'm say what I'm going to do so that I don't spiral and procrastinate and because my and I've talked about it on the podcast before my anxiety manifests in procrastination like Mm -hmm. when I'm really anxious I avoid and I avoid and I avoid so I try and overcome that by being really proactive about um keeping a schedule and calendar so wow yeah. Yeah, and and you touched on just in that little bit of time, you touched on almost everything that we're going to talk about from this list. So yeah. 
So you do a lot of things and that's fantastic procrastination and how to manage that and work through that is a big one. So, but yeah, we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, So you mentioned it right off the bat. First thing you said, use a calendar and plan ahead. That's the first one on my list. Yes. Um, And I do this and I check my calendar every single day. It feels like every single hour because I, I too want to know exactly what's going on each day and just be on top of things. I, I couldn't agree with you. One of the things that I grew up with, one of the sayings that I, or phrases that I grew up with was early on, early is on time, on time is late and late is unacceptable. Yes. It sounds a little harsh for some people. And I know a lot of people who struggle to be on time. But that's just the way that I grew up is early is on time on time is late. So so try to be 10, 15 minutes early if you can and plan ahead for that. It always looks better. Like we're going back into like job interview and, and different types of interview. We have already touched on a lot of those. But when you show up early, that means you have initiative or it shows that you have initiative. So I really appreciate that you brought that part up and in, in your description of what you do. Um, the second one, this is one that I do every single day, and I use post-it notes in my calendar, so I don't fill up my physical calendar with uh, so much, but I'll use post-it notes on each day to do making to-do lists, daily to-do lists. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's super motivating for me is being able to check those boxes off. So I'll I'll write the the task, I'll write I'll draw a little square and then when I finish that task, I check it off and it's very rewarding. I, like that gives me that that rush of endorphins when I can go through a, a huge list, especially with what's going to be going on jumping back into school after not being in school for a couple of years. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be relying on these things an awful lot. So um, the third one that I have on this list is one that I actually ended up finding on a different website. I had to do some research on this. It's called using the ABC method to prioritize. So with this method, you split up your tasks into three different groups. A tasks are tasks that must be completed today. B tasks are things that would be nice to finish today, but aren't necessarily due today. And then C tasks can be pushed off tomorrow or later if necessary. So it's kind of a tier system of of, um, setting up your daily and your weekly planner so that way you're focusing the most on the things that are the most pressing. I really like that. I think that I didn't know that I found it on a couple of different websites, maybe in the show notes, I'll put links to some of these things, but um, I didn't know that that had a specific name called the ABC method. So that's. Yeah. I'd never heard of that either, but it's, you remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the fourth tip that I have, and this is where I'm going to introduce something that I use pretty regularly as well, is to know when to switch gears. It can be, you know, you can have writer's block and 
instead of sitting in the middle of that writer's block you and then just sort of dwelling and not making progress know when know when you got to a point where you got to switch to something else like right. so at least you're still being productive on something and this is where i wanted to bring up the what is called the pomodoro technique i don't know if you've heard of Ooh, this before. no i've never heard of this so it's really famous. There's a book by the same title, Pomodoro Technique. And basically what it is, is um, you, so there's there's five steps to this. The first step is that you pick a task. The second step is that you set a 25 minute timer. The third step is that you work on the task until the, the timer goes off. Fourth, fourth step is that you take a five-minute break. And then the fifth step is that every four Pomodoros, or that's what they call those 25-minute chunks, um, you take a longer 15 to 30-minute break. So you build it into your schedule each day so that you're constantly switching gears or you can do a couple of so like if you have a long paper to write you can use a couple of those 25 minute chunks in a row to work on that paper or you can switch completely and go into other things but it's just a a cool way to switch gears have it built into your schedule so that way you're always feeling like you're making progress on something yeah I really like that there's the break portion built into it because I think a lot of people think when it comes to time management, if they're taking a break, it's slacking off. Right. Um, but taking a break is so, and that's why I'm all about the calendar stuff. It's taking a break and factoring that in is so important to your overall, like how you're managing things in general in your life. So I really like that. Right. And and that goes back to, I, I can't remember, I was looking up quotes for our um, tip or uh, sort of, I, I wanted to get back to our um, sort of quote of the day or or whatever. So I was looking up quotes and that kind of brings up one that I found. Um, and it is, uh, let me find it here now that I, time management is life management by yeah. Robin Sharma. <laughs> Time management is life management. So I, I, I thought that that one was a really, really good one. And I have a, a thought of the day at the end where I have a really good quote that'll make you think so, or at okay. least make you appreciate. That's a little teaser for the very end. Love it. Um, so yeah, tip four, no one to switch gears. Um, if you're feeling that you need to switch gears, you can do that. You can also build it into your schedule using a Pomodoro technique or something similar. So that way you just know that after 25 minutes, you're going to be switching to something else and you can move on with your day. Tip number five, notice and deal with procrastination. So yeah, that one um, I, I put on the list as well, just because I, I struggle from this from time to time. So, and I know that a lot of other people do. Um, and it, it, there's this whole theory. I can't remember what the name of the theory is. I think it has a name where work fills the space that you allot time to it. Yes. So if, if you, 
if you start on a project right away and you have X number of weeks to work on that project, you're going to finish it up in those number of weeks. But if you wait until the very end and only give yourself a day, you're still going to get it done. Mm -hmm. So if you procrastinate, it's just going to be more stress Mm -hmm. or stress might make you procrastinate as I think you were kind of talking about before as well. So I don't know. I don't have a whole lot more to say on this one. If you wanted to expand on what your thoughts were about this category anymore, or if we just want to move on. Yeah, we can move on. Okay. We can always come back to and and round this up at the very end. Um, Tip number six kind of goes with tip number four, work on one project at a time. The whole Mm -hmm. concept that people are... I, 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 I'm going to have to do add a lot of links to the show notes on this one. because <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard, uh, I think it was a YouTube video that I, I, I was listening to one time talk about the idea that the idea that someone can truly be a multitasker is a lie. Yeah. Or, or a fallacy or it, it's, no one is truly a multi, no one can truly focus on two things at the same time, which is kind of what you're saying when you're saying you're a multitasker. I know that being a parent as you are, you would mm-hmm. probably beg to argue, you would beg to differ on that one at, <laughs> at times, but. Not necessarily because it is important to be intentional. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, then that kind of all of these things that we're talking about means you're being intentional Mm -hmm. and you're sort of taking control of the time that you do have. So I'm glad that you brought that word of intention into this because Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to be it's hard to be on top of time management when you're not being intentional about it. Right. Um, Moving on. Tip number seven. We've talked about this already, and you sort of brought up how it, how good it was in the Pomodoro technique anyway. Take frequent breaks. Mm-hmm. I know that when I'm working on a lot of things, I need to take a break and just get up and walk around in my space. Mm-hmm. I, I need that blood flowing. I, I know that um, given the work that I do and given that I'm going back to school, it would be very easy to just sit in my work chair and try and hammer things out without getting up and moving around. But I know that I function a lot more clearly when I'm getting up and doing things and taking breaks and giving my mind some time to relax and meditate on things as I'm working throughout the day. So Mm -hmm. that's tip number seven. Um, Tip number eight set deadlines and goals, which we've sort of talked about that all the way through this. So I don't know how much explanation I need to give into this one, but this is just about um, if you know you have something up coming up, put it in your calendar and, and work on ways to work on that as you go. So you're not like leaving it to crunch time at the at the very end, which kind of goes back right. to what we we're talking about with procrastination. Um, I don't have much more to say on that one, so I'll just move on to the last one that I found. And this is one that I hadn't thought of until I did some research on it and kind of found it. But 
Um, tip number nine, join a study group. Oh, yeah. So, and I think that this one is very interesting because you almost, if you have a study group, it sort of gets you in the mindset that you, that you're working together to get something done. And I know some of these sound like in, in high school, you might not join a study group unless you make one yourself. But I know in college, this one might be more of a college tip because there are um, there are study groups that develop within dorms. There are study groups that develop within curriculum. And I would say to take advantage of those because it gets you motivated to finish alongside your peers. Mm -hmm. um, having that peer-to-peer -peer support, I think is very important in your, in your developmental years. And I, uh, developmental years go, go all the way up to 25. So, um, mm -hmm using this sort of technique as you're going through high school and um, college will be beneficial because you're working with other people to get a project or get your homework or get something done um, together, which I think is very important. So those are my nine tips that I have found. Um, any comments or remarks on anything that we haven't um, I would say too, I like you alluded to it a little bit in the study group, but if you're not somebody who like myself was not in a position in their life to be that that's studying right now, just even having an accountability partner, whether it's like um, a romantic partner, friend, colleague, I think that's really helpful. Like I really rely on my check-ins with um, my colleagues at work. I really mm -hmm. rely on um check-ins with my partner at home too about where we're at with certain things and just like the maintenance of our household and our family so even if you don't necessarily think you have anybody to hold you accountable to those things you do and so rely on them to do so because that's part of caring for you yeah so. absolutely i couldn't agree with you more on that one that's that's great advice um so we will wrap up this one. But before we do, I just wanted to bring up a couple of things. Um, if you're listening to this and you are a teen or a young adult and you have ideas for anything that you would like to hear us talk about or professionals that you would like to have us bring in to talk about certain topics, please feel free to let us know by utilizing the contact page on our website, www.nlpulse.com, or you can email us at info at nlpulse.com. We, we can only do the things that we know how to do based on our life experiences, but our life experiences are different than what teens and young adults might be going through right now. So, we need your help to let us know what you're looking for. Perfect. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up and, and plug, plug that. Um, I think next time, the next podcast I want to do is just talking about the resources that we have on the website. So uh, just do a quick run through of that because we've been updating it recently. So, but um, with that, I do have a thought of the day to go back to what we were talking about before. And this one, when I found it, 
I, it's so simple, but it blew my mind when I, when I read it, like it was one of those, and I, I shouldn't build it up as much as I am because it might be like, Oh, Peter, that's obvious. You should have knew that, known that already. But the, the quote is from Michael Altshuler, Michael Altshuler. And it goes, the bad news is that time flies. The good news is that you're the pilot. Ooh. Yeah. Like obvious, but it's one of those things where time goes by in a certain direction and you have no way of controlling that direction. You can't go backward in time. You can't unfry an egg. You can't, you can't change the arrow of time, but what you can do is control the time that you do have yes. by using these time management tips that we've talked about and and setting yourself up for success moving forward mm -hmm. absolutely yeah so with that my name is peter and i'm rachel and this has been the northern lights pulse podcast thank you for listening and we will see you next time Bye.